it can be overwhelming when you are working with health coaches and they talk about all the great things that they do or where they are within their stepping stone as far as their health. So one thing I just want to challenge anybody that's listening is to look at labels. And- Welcome back to the Christian Women's Health Collective podcast. We are so glad that you are with us today. In today's episode, you are going to hear us talking about what ingredients we will not bring into our home. So basically, when we're walking through the grocery store, we pick up an item, we look at the ingredients, we hope you're doing the same thing, and not just the label, but the actual ingredient list. These are the things that if we see them on the container, we will not buy them, and we will tell you a little bit about why, and I will go to Ms. Sherry first. No. So one of the first things if I see on the label um, is dyes. So you've got the red 40 to the red three, the yellow three, the yellow five, the green three, the blue one, the blue two, almost all of them create hyperactivity in children. So, and cancer is another big one and thyroid issues and bladder. So a lot of those uh, dyes actually create issues and especially for our little kiddos. Um, And then the other one would be sugar. Um, There are 126 plus names that I have on a list for sugar. And, you know, just finding those, you know, different sugars on the label, you know, you don't want to eat that sugar. And if you look at the grams of sugar, you'll notice how much sugar is in something. So you can look at both of those things because sometimes they'll use multiple sugars so that they can lower them on the list, but there may be a lot of sugar in there. So um, four grams of sugar equals a teaspoon of sugar. So just keep that in mind when you're looking at the label. So those are my two. I'm coming in my house. Mm-hmm. How about you, Bree? So when I pick up a food label, I'm looking really for four things that I always avoid and that is like sherry said all the artificial colors all the sugars um especially the artificial or non-nutritive sweeteners um also um any artificial or natural flavorings and then also processed seed oils so if it contains any of those then i put it back on the shelf that's not for me um and the reason that i don't consume any of the artificial flavorings and the natural flavorings are because they're all lab created um, out of chemicals, just like the artificial colorings, and they cause the same issues of hormone disruption, cancer, ADD, ADHD, all of those kind of things that can lead to um, health issues. And so, and here's the thing, natural flavors is one of the top two ingredients that they will put in your food. In, the, in all, every product, food, or whatever, they either have natural or artificial flavorings. And to clarify, artificial flavorings are completely lab-created. Natural flavorings start with a natural product, but then they transform it inside the lab to something that is no longer natural. They are just allowed to claim it as a natural flavoring if they start with it as natural flavoring, but then it could break down into whatever they want inside the lab. Um, and they can put whatever chemicals they want to in that under that label, um, and they don't have to report it. It's self-reporting, so they don't have to tell, uh, you know, the FDA, hey, look, I put this chemical in this natural flavoring, like, you know, you might want to tell people about it. Of course, they're not going to do that. So they're just as bad as the artificial flavorings. And um, 
their practices in the labs in developing those flavorings, I don't agree with either. And so I don't uh, eat anything with those in them. Hmm. Interesting. Um, so I've gotten to where, so looking at food labels is something that I've not done in my past. And so now it's kind of become a game. So there's a couple of things that we look for. One is sugar, because that's what first really triggered the um, nutrition change and just health change and really changed our weight. When I started looking at things a little differently, like what is healthy for my body, what is good for my body, that's when my weight really changed um, and shift my focus. So um, I really look at the sugar. I want to stay my choice is to choose things as some, you know, less than five grams of sugar, but that can be a little difficult. So I try to look at the sugar. Usually if there's a lot more sugar, there's a lot more ingredients and um, we're working hard to stay below that five ingredients. And then the other thing is um, seed oils. So we're looking for seed oils and dark colas has been another one that I've really tried for quite a while to get off of, partly because when working with kidney patients, that's something that has a lot of high phosphorus in it. It's, um, it's addicting. So the, the colas, all the different dyes and the different uh, syrups and the gums that they put in them can be very addicting. And of course, raise that insulin resistance level. And um, so for me, it was an, something that I was addicted to drinking three or four a day. And then when I started realizing I can eat healthy. So if I'm eating, you know, um, some lettuce or some cauliflower, and even if it was pure and plain in its simplest form, and I'm eating that while I'm drinking a dark cola soda, I'm just consuming everything that's going in has become sugar. So when I started realizing I'm kind of just wasting my time by even trying to eat anything good if I'm chasing it with a cola. So we got rid of colas and that's been a big change um, for us because of that one fact. Well, here's some more overlap. So for me, if I see a non-nutritive sweetener, um, of course, sugar, but non-nutritive sweeteners are a bigger deal for me now. And um, veg or any kind of a seed or, or vegetable oil. And so my reasoning behind that is non-nutritive sweeteners are a big deal for me because I, I had stopped buying things with sugar many years before I got into Alzheimer's prevention. And as I was moving into a more ketogenic diet and becoming a, a ketogenic nutritionist, non-nutritive sweeteners were the big push for maintaining ketosis. And since uh, actually since joining in with this collective, I have learned that non-nutritive sweeteners and what that means is they are sweeteners that are um, either synthetic because they consider Splenda and Sweet and Low non-nutritive as well, but they're basically non-calorie, non-caloric. Your body won't process them. They, you eliminate them right away. It doesn't get into your blood sugar, um, but they actually cause insulin resistance higher and for longer periods than if you were just eating sugar. So while I still won't recommend sugar, I certainly won't recommend a non-nutritive sweetener. And if you have to choose between one or the other, I'm going to suggest that you eat sugar in this at this point in my in my uh, coaching. However, I'm always going to try and steer you clear of any of that and have you go toward honey. <laughs> but the point being, that's why I stay away from anything non-nutritive uh, and um then with uh, the oils, so seed oils and vegetable oils are so highly processed that when they are um, exposed to light, they're rancid and they immediately produce free radicals. So when you ingest seed oils and vegetable oils, you are ingesting and creating oxidation in your body that 
that uh, causes a lot of cellular damage, pushing cancer, um, creating a lot of brain damage <clears throat> and hormonal damage and just just an overall internal ugliness that I don't want anyone to have to experience. Trans fats are heart disease uh, heavy that when you're eating those oils, I'm sorry to have to be the one to bear that bad news to you, but the heart healthy sign that you see on vegetable oils is actually what causes heart failure. <laughs> so I can only beg you to stay away from those and push toward butter. But those are the things that I will not use in my house and or buy and put in my house uh, primarily. And there you have it, friends. I had one more. Oh, okay. I said it. If you can't pronounce it, don't put it in your body. I mean, seriously, yeah. if you can, if you look at the label and you're like, I don't have a clue what that is, neither does your body. So don't even bother. Put it back on the shelf. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and realistically speaking, in our home, we don't bring anything in processed. I mean, I make everything from scratch. My husband's bread, if he wants crackers. Um, the only thing we bring in that might, might have small amounts of coconut sugar in it is chocolate. And um that's once a week, if that. So, yeah, just, just, but I, I, I realize that's an unrealistic expectation, especially if you're new to nutrition. Just more than anything, like Julie was saying, try to stick to foods that have less than five ingredients because that's going to be your safest bet and, and a low amount of sugar. That's, that's the, that's the stepping stone into nutrition is, and then as you learn more, you'll evolve more and what you put in your body. Yeah. So. I think it's, um, it can be overwhelming when you are working with health coaches and they talk about all the great things that they do or where they are within their stepping stone as far as their health. So one thing I just want to challenge anybody that's listening is to look at labels and that's where we start. That's, that is where you really start with looking at the labels and trying to understand and see what you're putting in your body and then asking yourself, does my body need this? Is this nutritionist for me is this something that that would be okay through a health coach or from a health coach perspective because we're all so uniquely different yeah. um, but I think that asking yourself and then looking at those labels is where you consciously identify the way that's right for you to eat whatever that is because obviously we all have our different ways mm -hmm. and that's perfect because our bodies are different just like you so my challenge for you is, is to think about what am I eating? What is on these labels? And then what do I need to do different going forward after listening today? Well said. Nice. And on that note, we will exit out of this podcast and thank you all so much for joining us. Do not forget to like and hit that subscribe button, share it. And be sure to ring that notification bell so you know every time we put a new podcast out and we will see you next week. Bye, everybody.